I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, July 28th. More than 10,000 Massachusetts utility customers lost power last night as a line of severe thunderstorms moved across Massachusetts and New England, triggering severe thunderstorm warnings in some areas for dangerous wind, torrential rain, and other threats. Wind and lightning damage was reported across several parts of Massachusetts. On Massachusetts Avenue in Boston, debris littered part of the sidewalk after lightning struck a chimney. The bolt of lightning obliterated the chimney, throwing chunks of bricks onto the street and sidewalk below. No one was hurt, but an SUV on the street suffered some broken windows and a busted hood. Boston Fire Chief Robert Cunahan says the lightning strike caused a water pipe inside the building to burst. Firefighters searched the building for a possible fire, but it was mostly water and roof damage after the direct hit from the lightning. A tornado was observed yesterday afternoon as a severe thunderstorm moved through southern New Hampshire. Meteorologists from the National Weather Service plan to conduct a storm survey today. The National Weather Service said a trained spotter observed the tornado just south of Keene. The spotter reported a funnel cloud with rapid rotation that reached the ground just before 3 p.m. Another report indicated trees were knocked down in the area. In addition to the storm threat, excessive heat will be a concern for the next couple of days. Here in Quincy, no serious reports of damage. However, there were some sporadic power outages reported in the North Quincy and Wollaston areas. The former owner of a Quincy contracting company has pleaded guilty to tax evasion. 52-year-old John Michael Sacco, formerly of Quincy, admitted that he failed to report some $9 million in income over seven years when he owned JMS Contracting of Quincy and South Boston. Officials say Sacco cashed checks from customers and then used the money to buy supplies and pay subcontractors in cash and then paid his own personal expenses. The IRS says Sacco avoided $3 million in federal taxes. Sacco faces up to five years in prison, three years of supervised release, and a fine of up to $250,000. Sacco owned the company from 2014 to 2021. A plea hearing has not yet been set. The Quincy Teachers Union is endorsing at-large city councilor Ann Mahoney for mayor. In a statement from Mahoney's campaign, the Quincy Education Association, President Gail Carvalho, says the union believes that Mahoney has demonstrated a desire to work for all of Quincy's families as the city continues to grow. Mahoney served on the Quincy School Committee for 12 years before being elected to the city council and says she's honored to have the union's endorsement. The Quincy Education Association represents over 975 teachers, and faculty and support staff at Quincy College. Mahoney is leaving the city council seat she's held for five years for her third mayoral run to challenge incumbent Mayor Thomas Koch in the November 7th election. Koch was first elected in the fall of 2007 and is the city's longest-serving mayor. The teachers' union has also endorsed Courtney Perdios for school committee. Town of Braintree has a new police chief. Deputy Chief Timothy Cahoon has been appointed by Braintree Mayor Charles Kokoris to be the new chief. 
Cahoon has been with the Braintree Police for 27 years, beginning as a patrolman and working his way up the ranks. Kakora says that Cahoon has expertise in critical incidents command, tactical training, community policing, and has served on the regional SWAT team. Cahoon also received continuing education in FBI training programs and officer wellness and team building. Retired Quincy Police Chief Paul Keenan and Norfolk County Sheriff Pat McDermott assisted on the interview committee for the new Braintree Chief. Facing a long list of necessary safety, service, and reliability improvements, the MBTA will staff up at some of its highest levels. MBTA General Manager Philip Eng yesterday announced he appointed four new officials who will be responsible for managing the quality of T stations, agency infrastructure, engineering, and capital planning, operations, and safety. Like Eng, each of the four new major hires previously worked at transportation agencies in New York. Dennis Varley, a veteran of the Long Island Railroad, will become the T's first chief of stations. Sam Zhao, another New Yorker who most recently worked for that state's Department of Transportation, will take over as the T assistant general manager of engineering and capital. Doug Conett, the new chief of infrastructure, joins from a state safety and security consulting firm and also has experience at transit agencies in New York City and Washington, D.C. And Rod Brooks, the T's new senior advisor for capital operations and safety, also has experience from the Long Island Railroad. Ang announced the hires at an MBTA board of directors meeting, saying the agency is beginning to restructure. He added the new hires bring decades of public transportation experience and public service. They said they value public service and in their past roles have successfully tackled similar challenges to those facing the T. A first-of-its-kind study has found that Cape Cod is one of the world's largest hot spots for great white sharks. The new research from the Atlantic White Shark Conservancy, UMass Dartmouth, and the Massachusetts Division of Marine Fisheries determined about 800 white sharks paid a visit to Cape Waters between 2015 to 2018. It is the first time scientists have estimated white shark abundance in the North Atlantic Ocean. The numbers from the Cape are comparable to but larger than previous estimates of white shark populations around South Africa, Central California, South Australia, and Guadalupe Island in Mexico. The researchers collected nearly 3,000 videos of shark sightings from 137 trips to Cape Beaches. The shark population peaks on Cape Cod around late summer and into early fall when ocean temperatures are the warmest. From almost 3,000 videos collected during the research trips conducted off the beaches, the researchers identified 393 individual white sharks. Shark attacks are rare, but experts say this makes it clear that shark safety and education programs are important for the public. Leading state shark researcher Greg Scomble says the news should not confuse people into thinking there are hundreds of sharks swimming off the Cape at any given time. Experts are anticipating dozens to hundreds of white sharks to make their way to the Cape again this season. 
Scientists with the New England Aquarium are urging people to download the Sharktivity app and to report shark sightings through that app. Last call for Christmas Tree Shops customers at several stores in Massachusetts and New Hampshire this weekend. The Middleborough-based company that's going out of business says many more stores, but not all, will be closing this Sunday. According to the Christmas Tree Shops website, the soon-to-be-shuttered stores are in Natick, North Dartmouth, Orleans, Pembroke, and West Dennis, as well as in Nashua and Portsmouth, New Hampshire. Christmas Tree Shops Company has said in bankruptcy court they're expecting all stores to be closed by the end of August. The deadline to use Christmas Tree Shops gift cards at any stores already passed. For the stores closing this weekend, the website is advertising sales of 60 to 90 percent off, although some shoppers have wondered if they're actually getting a good deal. Customers are also being warned about scammers claiming to be doing business as Christmas tree shops on the internet. The chain got its start on Cape Cod 50 years ago. Check of business news this morning in stocks. Opened the day in negative territory. The Dow was down 237. The Nasdaq lost 77, and the S&P dropped 29. Asian stocks are mixed. The euro is down, and oil is $79 a barrel. Sports Red Sox out on the West Coast tonight for a series with the Giants in San Francisco at 10:15 this evening. Forecast from the National Weather Service, hazy, hot, and humid today. High of 92 degrees, feeling more like 100 with the humidity. Another muggy night tonight, lows in the lower 70s. Tomorrow, hazy, hot, and humid with afternoon storms. A high tomorrow of 90. Then Sunday, relief, partly sunny, drier, high of 80. Maybe some showers on Monday, high 81. The boater waves about a foot. Winds northwest at 5. will become southeasterly later today. High tide right before 8 a.m. Sunrise 532 sets at 8.07. I'm Joe Catalano with an AM Quincy News update for Friday, July 28th.